0: 97 3, the fan is proud to bring you high school football coverage. We'll take an in depth look at what's going on around high school football in the San Diego section with the coach, John Cantera. This is absolutely fantastic that we're getting the high school football back on the air because high school football in San Diego is big time. And Braden Sir Predict.
1: Ellie on the near side cuts it from 35 40. Runs right up the hash mark. He goes to the far side, breaks the tackle to 40. 35 30. 25 20. One man to beat. 15 10 five reaches the end zone
0: touchdown helix from player and coach interviews to game picks and breakdowns of the best matchups of the week we've got you covered on the high school football show on 97.3 the fan and good evening, and welcome to our high school football show each and every uh, Thursday night here on 97.3 The Fan, 9 to 11. And I will uh, tell you a little programming note. Uh, next Thursday night, we're going to be off. Uh, Halloween, uh, we're going to take that one off. We'll uh, rejoin you two weeks from tonight. we got a big show tonight. And want to remind everyone, our high school football show is sponsored by the Eric Parade Save a Life Foundation and their team of medical professionals who urge you to screen your teen on November 3rd to prevent sudden cardiac arrest Register for a free heart screening at epsavealife.org slash the fan, and uh, you can be 12 to 25 and get screened. So I would encourage not only uh, youngsters and high school age uh, uh, young men and women. I would also encourage uh, college students as well to uh, take an opportunity to get a free heart screen. We've got a big uh, show planned tonight. Coming up uh, at the bottom of the hour, we're going to be joined by head coach of Santana. Coach Tim Estes going to join us. He's also going to have two of his players in studio with us, uh, senior quarterback Nathan Temple and running back, Brooks Mutaw. We're going to be talking with the head coach of Valley Center, uh, Rob Gilster, in our next segment. But of course, tomorrow, Braden and I are going to be up in uh, Valley Center. We're going to be up there for 10 hours. We're going to have a broadcast at A1 Irrigation right there on Coal Grade Road. And then we'll get a little dinner and then we'll go down the road. we got a good ball game tomorrow night here on 97.3 The Fan and Radio.com. It'll be the Escondido Cougars coming in uh, with a 3-0 record in league, taking on the Valley Center Jaguars 2-1. And we're joined right now, by a gentleman doing a really nice job. It took a while to get this thing rolling once he took over, but he's in his fourth season right now and doing a great job. Escondido will take the field tomorrow night with a five and three record, a perfect three and zero record in the Valley League. Head coach Judge Bo- uh, Judd Borman joins us on ninety seven
2: three. Judd, how are you tonight? I'm doing pretty good uh thank you uh thanks for having me on the show.
0: Oh great having you on and uh you know I mentioned you took over this program and uh I know the the first couple of years are uh, pretty dicey but you guys have been really looking forward to this season and right now it seems like you're making the most out of it.
2: Yeah I think um you know we've been we've been trying to create a, a process and uh getting our kids to buy in and and I think that you know it's taken a little bit of time but we finally have that group that sees uh, the light at the end of the tunnel, and, and we're starting to see uh, kind of some fruits of their labor, you know what I mean?
0: You know, last year you guys ended up 3-7, uh, and seven, but you were kind of targeting this year. You had some guys coming back. Uh, what was the off season like after a 3-7 and seven year, even though you knew you had some talent and the kids were starting to believe in themselves a little bit?
2: Yeah, I think, I mean, one of the toughest parts with last year was, um, you know, week uh, four against Poway. We lose our best player on the – you know, first, first play of the game basically. And, uh, you know, it, it, uh, it, it affected us a lot. We were a young team, um, not a lot of seniors from last year's team. And, uh, so those, all of our, you know, starters now were basically starters last year. So our sophomores and juniors got to, got to get a bunch of different starts in, see a bunch of different, different teams and levels. And, uh, you know, now they're, now they're starting to see it. Now they have the experience to, uh, to, to kind of see some of that
0: success Judd boardman the head coach at Escondido High and again we'll have their game on tomorrow night against Valley Center it'll kick off at seven o'clock right here on 973 the fan and the radio.com app let's talk about some of your players here a little bit let's start with your your quarterback Robert Ramos pretty good size at 6'1 210 pounds tell us a little bit about him
2: uh Robbie's a, a heck of a kid he's a he's a great kid um you know, he's a leader, he's a leader off the field and in the classroom, he does a great job. Um, but then on the field, I mean, he, uh, he's got a cannon of an arm. Um, you know, he's, he's accurate. Um, and I think that he's, he's able to create plays for us and, and, and buy time, um, when, and if he needs to, um, you know, he's, uh, and he's only a junior, you know, we got him for another, another year. Um, He's uh, he's getting. A few oh, that's different great stuff right there. And, How about uh, your senior uh, running
0: me, back? Uh, I think he also plays a, a, a little bit uh, on and defense, know. and that's Matt Malone.
2: Through? Yeah, Matt. Um, you know, Matt's probably one of our best uh, all-around players. Um, you know, we, he uh, first of all, he never wants to come off the field. But, <laughs> you know, as a coach, you got to try to manage all of that. Um, but you know, he's uh, he's a heck of a running back, a receiver um he he plays important downs for us on defense um you know he's kind of an in-betweener i think uh you know he's he's six foot one he's you know about 185 pounds um and uh he's uh he's not necessarily that downhill back i think he i think he i think he's a downhill back but i think he thinks he's a shifty back so we try (laughs) to work together you know to 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 design plays that, that he likes that we think are going to be successful. And, and he's done a really good job for us so far.
0: Hey, Judd, who are a couple of your other guys on offense that you kind of depend on uh, carrying the ball and catching the ball?
2: Yeah, we, uh, Tajay Brooks, um, Tajay's our X wide receiver. Um, you know, he's got some speed and he's, uh, you know, he's long. Um, he, uh, he's somebody that we always look to. Um, he's a junior Victor Senaris is another senior. He's our slot wide receiver, um you know we're always trying to to get both of those guys involved um and then our other running back uh abraham perez is a is a sophomore um he's uh he's still you know working hard to try to learn everything but he's got speed that um that no one else on our team has uh and i think you can see that when you if you if you see any of his game tape it's just like if he he's one cut and gone basically um and so, uh, you know, those are our those are our playmakers on offense. It all starts with our line. Um, you know, I think we have we've had one of the best O lines and defensive lines that we that I've had in my four years. Um, we made a big effort in the off season to try to make sure that we we uh, we with us with the numbers that we have, we were trying to make sure that we didn't have linemen going both ways. Um, I think that was a, that was a, that's been a downfall for us in the past where they just get worn out. Cause you know, being in the trenches is, is, is tough stuff. So, um, we did a, we did a good job and, and our coaches do a great job of trying to make sure that they're, they're coaching those guys up and managing their playing time and, and that way. You know, we don't have guys going
0: both ways. Judd Boardman, the head coach at Escondido, our guest here tonight on 97.3 The Fan. You know, when Braden and I do these high school games, uh, I guess probably because I coached offensive line, but Braden uh, appreciates uh, both sides of the ball, and we always try to give love to the offensive and defensive line throughout the course of the night. Why
2: don't you talk a little bit
0: about some of your offensive linemen?
2: Yeah, we, um, we, we've we got uh, three different seniors. What well, We kind of rotate guys through. Um, but you know, we've got some size, um, going from a right tackle who's, who's, you know, 6'4", 290, um, Nate Davidson, um, who's a, who's a junior for us who, um, got, got some playing time last year. And I think, um, you know, as a 10th grader and he was, he was basically the same size last year, but you know, you're still, you're still figuring out your body and you are trying right. to put on some strength and, you know, it's just, it's just a really difficult, I think we put him in a difficult situation, but I think he learned a lot because you know, he's moving really well right now. Um, and he also is, um, you know, they'll all get mad at me for saying this, but he's for sure our smartest alignment. Um, <laughs> he's, got like a, he's got like a 4.2 GPA. Um, you know, so he's able to, he's kind of, you know, when we, when we get our plays out there, if somebody kind of hesitates for a minute, you know, he'll be the one to like, be like, Hey, no, we're here and, and help him out. Um, and then as we go down the line, you know, our, our right guard, um, uh, Brito is another another big kid he's a junior for us Leo Robles is our is a senior um, who plays center um, who uh, didn't play last year um, so he kind of came came to us late but um, he's been a huge huge help help for us um, and then uh, our left guard is Alessandro Cardenas he's been a, a starter since he was a sophomore um, another big strong you know he's probably 510 280. Um, but a real strong kid, loves the weight room, um, and then our left tackle um, James Navarro, um, you know, another kind of tall, six-two, lankier kid, um, who, uh, who again, you know, is, is another one of our, our smarter linemen. Um, so I mean, you know, we are, uh, are. I'm I'm really excited with with this group. Um, you know, uh, Alessandro and, and Leo are seniors, and then everybody else comes back for another year. Um, which is always exciting when a coach has you know three or five linemen coming back. No question um, about I'm, that. Now it, it goes the other way on the defense for us because uh, most of the guys are seniors, so we've got some work to do there. But um, you know, it kind of starts on our D line. <clears throat> excuse me. I think it starts with um, uh, Miguel Perez, who's 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 playing our nose, um, and then Sam McCabe uh, is our three technique. Um, he's our, he's our homecoming King. He's our, he's our FFA president. He's a farmer. When the moment you see him on Friday, you'll be like, Oh, that's <laughs> Sam McCabe." Uh, and, uh, you know, but just a great kid loves to get in there and just grind and crawl. And, you know, just loves being alignment. Um, and then, uh, Junior Morales is our, uh, is one of our own, along one with Alexis Palacios. And they're, they've done a great job. Alexis was a soccer player for forever. And we've been trying to recruit him since he was a freshman you know, to come out for football, not, you know, not just play soccer. And then finally last year um, he said, well, I want to give it a try. And I mean, he really found his uh, found his niche. He's, you know, a quick kid who's strong. Um, And then uh, in juniors started as a linebacker, but then kind of converted to this, this quick D end. And, uh, you know, they just do a great job for us.
0: Hey, uh, let me uh, get a scouting report uh, from your uh, uh, voice to uh, the airwaves right now regarding uh, Rob Gilster's ball club up there at Valley Center. They lost a heartbreaker last Friday night down there at San Pasqual, 35-32. to 32. When you look at uh, the Jaguars on tape, uh, what are concerns going into this game tomorrow night?
2: Um, I think, you know, what I'm always expecting is they're going to be coached. I mean, Rob, Rob does an awesome job up there. Um, and he has for forever. He has when he was at OG, Mm -hmm. um, you know, so, so they're going to be coached and they're going to be sound and balanced and they're going to, you know, they're going to know everything that we're trying to do. Um, and so it's just going to be a matter of execution. Um, you know, so as long as, uh, as long as we execute, um, and you know, we don't shoot ourselves in the foot and we manage, manage penalties, um, you know, I think that um, it's going to be a great game. I think I think we're two evenly matched teams, um, and I, I think it'll end up just coming down to who's who doesn't shoot themselves in the foot.
0: Well, it's going to be warm up there tomorrow night. That's uh, for one thing. Uh, boy, it's supposed to be around 94, 95 up in Valley Center tomorrow, so make sure everyone's hydrated. We're not uh, breaking down with cramps tomorrow night.
2: Yeah, exactly, exactly. it would be like our week one game. We, I think we had... We had like six stoppages because of cramps with uh the, then that hilltop game, but but uh yeah, it's uh it's hard to believe that it's uh that it's October twenty fourth when, when it's ninety five degrees outside.
0: Yeah, it certainly is. Hey Judd, thanks so much and hopefully I'll get a chance to at least shake your hand prior to kickoff tomorrow night.
2: Sounds good. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. For you. everything that you guys do for high school sports.
0: I appreciate that. Thank you, Judd, and good luck tomorrow night.
2: Thank you. Have a good day.
0: Judd Boardman, the head coach at Escondido High School, will step aside. When we come back, we're going to be joined by the head coach at Valley Center, the only head football coach they've ever had. He's in his 22nd year. We'll visit with Rob Gilster next right here on the High School Football Show on 97.3 The Fan. This is Samuel Scaife, wide receiver at St. Augustine High School, and the Saintsman play here at 97.3 The Fan. And welcome back, Coach John Quintero. Braden Soprano will be joining me here uh, shortly. We're also going to visit with uh, Tim Estes, the head football coach at Santana. He'll... uh be in studio along with his uh, quarterback Nathan Temple and his running back defensive end Brooks Mutaw here after the bottom of the hour but right now we talk with Judd Boardman the head coach at Escondido we're going to talk with the home coach tomorrow night up there at Valley Center an old friend of mine by the way and uh, a great guy done a marvelous job building that program the only football coach I've ever had he's in his 22nd season and Rob Gilster joins me on 97.3 The Fan Robbie how are you? Good, John. How are you doing? Uh doing well. Really, uh, really excited about coming up there tomorrow. We're going to do our regular talk show uh, down there at A One Irrigation from twelve to three. Get a little something to eat and come down the road and and uh, have uh, an opportunity to call your ball game tomorrow night, which ought to be a heck of a ball game.
3: Yeah, you know, we're both kind of fighting. They, they still have a shot at the league championship. We lost in a tough one to Sam Squall last week, so we kind of lost control of our destiny. But you know, we're we're fighting for a playoff spot so yeah very competitive game i'm expecting
0: yeah you guys had the lead in that uh game against sample squall down in sample squall and they got you there at the very end didn't they
3: yeah they've got a really good group of kids and tony does a great job of those guys and they're just playing good football good team football and uh yeah i think with about 35 40 seconds left they get a touchdown pass and you know you say pass and Tampa score on the same Hmm. sentence and that's kind of a (laughs) that doesn't happen very much but
2: they're
3: throwing the ball well this year and uh yeah they did a really nice job to win that game
0: hey rob but talk a little bit about your league Uh, is is it a a a strong year for the league a mediocre year where's the league at right now as far as strength you think well uh you know ramona
3: is usually you know at the top of our league they joined their league last year and they're they're struggling a little bit, but they're still a good football team. They've only won one game, but they've just played a, a tough schedule. So Ramona's always good in our league. Sampasquad, Squaw, they're just they're well-coached and they're tough kids. Uh, Escondido is strong this year. They've got a really good quarterback, and they've got some really good athletes on their football team. And then we've got uh, Rancho Buena Vista and ball who are struggling right now, you know, uh, but uh, I'd say probably our top, you know, four teams are pretty competitive.
0: We're visiting Rob Gilster, the head coach at Valley Center, our guest here on 97.3 The Fan. When you took this job, when you left Orange Glen and went to Valley Center, did you think you'd be up there coaching as a head coach for 22 years? I mean, this is a great run. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm kind of a local guy.
3: You know, I love Valley Center. You know, I loved Orange Glen when I was there, but I was from Valley center even when I was going to high school. So I always wanted to, to coach and teach and raise my family in Valley center. So, you know, I got the opportunity to do that. And all my kids have, uh, you know, graduated from Valley center. They actually married their high school sweethearts from Valley center. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, it's just been a great, uh, great situation for me as a as a coach and a father to be at uh you know valley center high school all those years and uh and to you know just serve the community and build something that's pretty special so yeah i i thought i could be there you know my whole career and it's uh, it's worked out really nice for me
0: uh let's talk a little bit about some of your players let's start with your junior quarterback frank staley pretty good athlete did not he
3: yeah frank is a senior unfortunately oh, senior, okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's all right. But Frank, uh, you know, he was behind K.J. Mazzetti all those years. He's very capable. Uh, you know, He's a very capable quarterback, and he's had a good year. He's had to battle some injuries, but uh, he is uh, very talented. He can, you know, as far as our playbook goes, he can pretty much do anything that we any other quarterback has done in our system, and he's just a great leader. You know, he obviously comes from the Staley family. If you know anything about Orange Glen or Valley Center, we've had Staley's, at our schools, ever since I started coaching, you know, back when you were at Torrey Pines, we had Staley's at mm-hmm. Orange Glen, and so we've had, you know, just a great run uh, with that family. And and Frank is just top notch; he's just a great leader and a great kid.
0: Who are some of your big uh, potent guys on, on offense aside from uh, Frank? Uh, who are the guys we should expect to carry the ball and catch the ball tomorrow night?
3: Yeah, well, Kyler Ritchie, who is uh, our, our fullback, we, we we operate out of a one-back system, so. Tyler Richie has done a great job. He starts on both sides of the ball. He's our free safety and our running back. Uh, so he's very explosive. And then, uh, Xavier Jones and, um, Ethan Bachman are our wide receivers that, uh, that, you know, do, a, do a great job running routes. Uh, Xavier's a track guy. He's got some really good speed. So, you know, those two guys are, our receivers We've got a great tight end and Hayden Berkey. Uh, so yeah, we're, we're kind of a balanced, uh, offense, um, I mean, our guys aren't superstars, but they're all very, very good high school football players.
0: Okay, let's go to the offensive line, because I know this is something you you like to talk about.
3: Yeah. Yeah, our offensive line, uh, the tough thing for us this year is we did not have one returning starter. Uh, we had one young man who who started maybe a couple games last year, so we were brand new. And we're a zone blocking team, and, that you know, we take great pride in that. And the one thing about zone blocking is it, it takes time to gel as a group because you don't work as an individual on our offensive line. We, we do a lot of combo blocking and that type of thing. It just takes time. So I'm really excited about our guys because, uh, you know, we're later in the season and we just keep getting better and better. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward, you know, to tomorrow night and next week and just watching our guys uh, just improve every week.
0: Rob Gilster, head coach Valley Center, our guest here on ninety seven three The Fan. Tomorrow night it'll be Escondido Valley Center. Uh, kickoff at seven o'clock. You'll hear it right here on ninety seven three The Fan and our radio dot Jump over to the defensive side of the ball. Uh, tell me about uh, a couple uh, of your defensive stalwarts, and uh, you know what kind of your defense you're playing.
3: Yeah, we, I mean we've been uh, playing, uh, you know, our Tampa two defense. We've done this for a. Gosh! Ever since we've been here, we've been playing that defense. It's so a four-four defense, and you know, mostly a zone team. So uh, we just rely on toughness and discipline, and you know, we just try and rep, you know, the other team's plays as much as we can, and just just get good at our our uh, our defense that we do. Uh, you know, we kind of rest on our middle linebacker. Tristan Garcia is uh, is kind of our leader on our defensive uh, side of the ball. And then, like I said before, Kyler Ritchie plays free safety for us, and, and he's just a great young man and a, and a great great guy to have, especially against a team like Escondido who's going to really test our, our defense and, and with, the passing, uh, with their passing game. And then on a defensive line, we have uh, Elias Zapata who is a little guy but just a mighty, mighty player. He plays defensive end and is just a solid, solid uh, kid. He's one of our captains. So uh, we're playing good defense this year and uh, very consistent and, you know, just very disciplined defense. So, you know, we're, ex- we're excited about, you know, playing Escondido. They pose kind of a different type of threat than we've faced, uh, you know, in the past. We, we go against a lot of running teams, but Escondido, you know, with their quarterback and their receivers, they're, they're going to test your defense. So we're looking forward to that challenge.
0: Your alma mater tomorrow night, right? Yeah, I can still sing the. I can still
3: sing the alma mater. Do you want to hear it?
0: Uh, go right ahead. No, no, <laughs> no, no. Hey, let no. me ask you. Hey, when you were playing at Deskin, do you play for Denny Snyder?
3: Yeah. Well, the cool thing about my high school experience was my junior year was Coach Embry's last year. Wow. And then my senior year was Coach Snyder's first year. So. I, I got the opportunity to you know to play for two really great men, uh, mm-hmm. guys that you know I look up to, and the reason why I'm a coach is because of Coach Embry, Coach Schneider, and just the impact they had on my life. You know, as a young person, you know, you know, going through some struggles and some tough times as a young man, and those two guys were just, uh, just great examples and just they, they were exactly what I needed in my life at that time. So I got the opportunity to play for two of the greatest men that, you know, I think walk the earth. So,
0: uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty special when I was at FGDO High School. Well, you got to play for uh, definitely uh, one of the, the greats of all time in San Diego and Chick Embry and Denny Snyder, a tremendous guy. And, uh, boy, uh, th- those are some great memories right now because I, I, I know Coach Embry better than I know uh, Coach Snyder, but both guys are uh-huh. uh, fantastic human beings. Yeah,
3: yeah. And, you know, the neat thing, I guess the highest compliment I can pay l- – pay those guys is we're trying to every day we try and do the same thing that was done for us when we were in high school we try and do the same thing for high school kids uh, because they just provided just a great atmosphere great culture at Esquivel High School those years and I you know those were the probably some of the best years and I've had
0: some really good years in my life
3: but those are some of the best years of my life my junior and senior year in high school because of those guys and what they did for us.
0: Uh, Great stuff. Robbie, I'll look forward to coming up and uh, seeing uh, everyone tomorrow night. Good luck, and uh, should be a heck of a ball game. All right, John. Thank you. We'll see you tomorrow. You're welcome. Rob Gilster, the head coach at Valley Center, joining us for a few minutes again tomorrow night. We've got a good one. Uh, looking forward to a Valley League matchup tomorrow night. You got uh, Escondido High, 3-0 in league, Valley Center 2-1 and in league. It'll be at Valley Center. We got it for you on 97.3 The Fan at 7 o'clock and our Radio.com app. We're going to uh, get to a timeout. When we come back, we're going to be joined in studio. By a head coach of Santana, boy, they're playing some great football this year. They're 8-1 and one right now overall. They've got a bye week. They'll finish off their season a week from tomorrow night against El Cajon Valley. We'll visit with head coach Tim Estes and two of his star players, senior quarterback Nathan Temple and running back defensive end Brooks Mutaw when the high school football show continues on ninety-seven three, The Fan.
4: Santana Sultans and the Sultans play here on 97.3 at The Fan.
0: Welcome back. Coach John Katera with you to 11 o'clock on our high school football show. This portion of the show brought to you by our good friends, the Lolita's Mexican Food. And, uh, I could use a burrito right about now. It's been a long day uh, talking about Jace Tingler on the regular show for about five hours today, but we're talking high school football and, uh, we're looking forward to calling the ball game tomorrow night up there at Valley Center, Escondido Valley Center, 7 o'clock here on 97.3 The Fan and our Radio.com app. And very nice to have in studio right now the eighth-year head coach of Santana Sultans, a couple of his star players, quarterback uh, Nathan Temple, and uh, running back defensive end uh, um, Brooks Mutad joins us in uh, our studio. And, gentlemen, welcome.
1: Thank you for having us. Thank you, for
0: Great to have you guys tonight. You guys got to buy this week, Tim. So you got a week to uh, kind of rest up and uh, finish off with El Cajon Valley a week from tomorrow night, and then get ready for the playoffs.
1: Oh, this has been—it's been a good week to have off too. Uh, We got a couple guys a little bit banged up and stuff, so we gave them Monday off and we're giving them today and tomorrow off to you know kind of heal back from the little bumps and bruises that everybody has, and so next week can hit the road. uh, on Monday, Radio Raw.
0: Hey, Nathan, i got to ask you, because uh, I got to know you a little bit uh, last spring. You were at our awards dinner for Lolita Student Athlete of the Week, and what's it feel like to play an entire year? You missed a lot of time last year with that broken collarbone. You know,
4: it honestly feels amazing because the past three years, two of the seasons I haven't played a full season. I've only played six games, so to be back with a full season, playing full-time. Um, um, it really shows the talent that I have. To well, the team, <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, it scared you there a little bit. Uh, Braden turned you up a little bit. Hey, Brooke, uh, or Brooks, uh, let's talk a little bit about you. Uh, you play on both sides of the ball. Uh, uh, obviously, you probably enjoy carrying the ball, but you probably also enjoy uh, knocking people down at your defensive end spot. Talk a little bit about your role on this team because you're, you're a big contributor. You've been in the program for four years, and uh, Coach Estes expected a lot out of you.
5: Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, going both sides of the ball and being on, like, every special teams. <laughs> was, uh it's a lot of work, but I mean, I love it, and like even though I get tired, like I'm still going to keep going every single play. I don't care how much I get banked up, I'll just keep getting back up and going.
0: You guys got beat last week, got beat up pretty good last week, uh, actually, in a ball game, you got beat by uh, Monta Vista 37 to 10. Uh, you guys were eight. Uh, 0 how did you deal with it and how did your ball club deal with it?
1: you know, I told him even, you know, sometimes a loss is humbling and kind of gets them back in perspective, lets them to refocus a little bit. So I'm not necessarily upset about the loss. Uh, The mistakes that we made, the mental mistakes, things like that, yeah, we got to go back and fix those because we had a lot of penalties and things like that. But the loss to me isn't a bad thing. Some, like I said, it lets us to refocus and let us get ready for the playoffs.
0: Uh, Nathan, I want to go back to you. and talk. I know you did a lot of work during the offseason, quarterback wise. What were some of the things after considering you had an abbreviated junior year? What did you do uh, during the offseason to get yourself uh, prepared for coming back and playing for Santana and for Coach Estes, a guy that you've gotten to know really well?
4: Um, well, Coach, I got out to a lot of camps, um, a lot of showcases. I was doing everything I can, I got out to Elite 11 the USA camp, and I was doing everything I can to show my talent, prepping back. I worked with George Whitfield for a while, um, quarterback coach, and he really helped me get my technique back, worked my legs, got my footwork, and he really built me up for this season to be able to be prepared for the the upcoming teams we had to play
0: brooks uh let's talk a little bit about uh what you did to get prepared uh, for your senior year especially a guy that's playing uh both sides of the ball special teams in fact coach Justice mentioned uh, you know trying to get you off the field is next to impossible but talk a little bit about just conditioning because i mean people don't realize i mean 48 minutes a lot of times people don't think oh high school it's not as long as college not as long as pros but 48 minutes is a long time to be out there on the field
5: yeah, definitely. Uh I've always kind of been the player that's been going both sides of the ball, all special teams been in the whole entire game. But I feel like this year I kind of stepped up my mentality and definitely pushed myself to the absolute limits that I could go to, like strength and conditioning-wise.
0: We're visiting with Coach Tim Estes from Santana High School. He's uh, two of his uh, star senior players, Nathan Temple and Brooks Mutah, joining us in studio. Tim, uh, eight years there. Uh, talk about what it was like when you first took over the program because you'd coached at a variety of different schools in San Diego before you, you went to Santana. Uh,
1: I have coached at uh, Mar Vista, El Cajon, Mount Miguel, and then Santana for a long time. Been there since 2000. And um, in 2011, but right before I started as head coach, we had went to the CIF Championship game, played Valley Center um, in, the, oh. in, the, in the game, and uh, didn't quite get that one. But then after that, this is a very similar team that a lot of seniors. And um, it's kind of nice. Actually, this year I have two of those players coaching with us. And um, it's been a... The first two years was kind of rough. Uh, we were one and eight, and one and nine, and then after that, we, each year we started building up a little, building, 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 and a little more buy-in from everybody and the um, from all the players. And this year's accumulation because we have a uh, twenty-seven seniors on the team, and I think twenty-five of them have been four-year players.
0: Hey, when when you win one game a year for two years in a yeah. row, right? Yeah. I mean, what were you thinking? I mean, how? Obviously, people don't understand. People can put pressure on you. The administration could put pressure on you. Parents could put pressure. But there's no coach that doesn't put more pressure on them than anybody could possibly put on them. What were you thinking after that second year?
1: Uh, I'm thinking almost. What am I doing? Uh, it was. It was tough. <laughs> do you uh, second guess yourself uh, oh, all a lot? the time. All the time. You know, should we have done this? Should we do this? How do we do this? How, and on, went through that a hundred times. I really after each week I jot down some notes on what I want to do and how I want to either look at it for next year's game or how I'm going to do it in the off season. And, um, and you can ask my daughter, I have like a drawer just full of stuff. Uh-huh. That, um, I have and uh, it was, it was heart It was heart wrenching to sit there and go, God, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? And I think after we started just getting a little more buy in a little more stuff, we got a little more coaching cohesiveness with guys have been around for a little bit and doing stuff. And I think it just started to click a little bit more and a little more and, uh, then it's been on a roll, so and you start feeling a little bit smarter. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah,
0: you know when, when you're when you're struggling, everybody yeah. wants to tell you yeah. what you ought oh, to be doing. Oh, absolutely. And, and yeah. sometimes when you do that, and you start taking suggestion. You go from bad to worse.
1: Uh, very much so, because ultimately you got to do something about it for yourself. It's for yourself. You know, you have it and stuff. But I, I, um, I talked to like actually um, one of my coaches, my coaches, uh, Dave Gross and a couple of the other coaches, Doug Coffin and things, and they you know gave me some just some insight of different things to look at and how to look at it perspective-wise, and that gave me some really good ideas and things to do uh, going on.
0: Hey, Nathan, I want to jump over to you, and, and we're joined by Tim Estes, the head coach, Santana. Uh, Nathan Temple is quarterback, Brooks Muta running back, defensive end, joining us in our 97.3, the Fan Studios. Your brother's the backup, one of the backup quarterbacks. Okay, Drew, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Tell me a little bit about him. What's it like playing with your your younger brother because he's uh, watching you probably take most of the reps in practice, but what's it like having him on the ball club?
4: You know, coach, it's a great feeling to have your brother on the team. He's always supporting you, he's always there for you, but he's always working you, you know, in practice. He's always trying to get ahead of you, he's trying to make better passes, better reads, and you're always trying to he's always trying to one up you. So, you're always working to do your best to try to keep ahead of him, but it's constant Rivalry between each other throughout the week. And then we get to games, and he's all supportive throughout the game. Something goes wrong. He's right there in my ear to help me out. He's giving me tips on what to do better. Like, he knows me. He knows what we do. And it's a great feeling to have him. On the I team. can
0: only imagine a dinner time conversation at the Temple House. Now, do you and your brother actually sit down and watch film together from time to time? Yes, sir, we do. Oh, that's good stuff. Hey, Brooks, let's talk a little bit about uh, you. Uh, now, you run track a little bit, right?
5: Uh, I haven't yet. You haven't? Plan to do it the this fall.
0: Okay, you played First baseball, race. but you retired from baseball. Nathan retired oh, okay. from baseball. So. What do you want to do in track? Because uh, the guy over here uh, next to me, Coach Estes, he also coaches track.
5: Yeah, I actually did want to do the long jump, Coach. I know right. you're oh, the coach cool. for that. To have you?
0: You think he can get you a few points? I think so. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> well, why? A lot of times players their senior year you know they, they get to that second semester and they're looking at their future and they get what they call senioritis and you've never run track it. before right never been never. in track why never. do you want to go out this year I, I think it's cool and I I'd encourage you to go out but why uh, why this year
5: well I kind of wanted to like find I guess a filler for baseball but I also I've always been interested in doing track but I've never done it before because I was playing baseball but uh I've, I know I got the speed for it because i want I want to do the, like the the long jump the 100 meter 200 meter relay the hurdles all that
0: that's good stuff I, I like that I, I think you know, I've tried to get my daughters, well, my one daughter was a Division One soccer player, and she was a great softball player. Uh, I tried to get one of my other, my other daughter, well, my only other daughter, I tried to get her to go out for track, and she looked at me like I was a zombie, but uh, track and field's a great sport, and I encourage a lot of athletes that are listening tonight, their parents, hey, if you're not into football, basketball, baseball, soccer, softball, hey, go out for track and field. It's a great experience. It'll make you better as an athlete, and uh, you'll have some great uh, high school memories. Coach, else, let's talk a little bit about these two guys because I know they're really important to your program.
1: Oh, they are very much. Uh, you know, Nathan. You know, unfortunately, he has you know got his broken collarbone last year and had to miss quite a bit. But you know, he runs our offense as well as any quarterback we've had. He does a great job. He understands where we want to go with the ball. What we, the whole concept of the offense versus just going. Right, we're trying to get a first down in this play. He just understands the whole concept, which is ideal for a quarterback. And uh, we couldn't ask for a better guy to do it.
0: Okay, uh, let's talk about uh, Brooks a little bit. Since he wants to do track now, I'll leave him a little bit better now. <laughs> yeah, he's a nicer guy, right? <laughs> yeah. and
1: um, no, and Brooks, you know, he's one of those guys, you know, like I said, he doesn't come off the field. I, that and he, I, I, I admire that. because that's to kind of like the old school football guy guys. Right. We're not Ford, coming off the field. Uh-huh. And, and I utmost respect for that type of stuff. Then he, right after that, then he gets on the field and plays defense. And now he, right he he's sacking the quarterback or he's chasing down a guy. And we like him, especially out there, because he can run. And nowadays, with the offenses now and the quarterbacks that like to run all over the place, it's nice to have him there.
0: Um, Brooks, talk a little bit about Coach Estes and playing for him. I mean, you've been in the program for four years. You, you've been around him. Uh, you guys have had some really good football teams while you've been there, and you're having a good year right, right now. And ought to make a great run in Division Four, right, yep. Division Four this year. You guys should make a great run. Probably going to get, I would imagine, a pretty good seeding. I don't know how these rankings are going to rank you at the end of the day. We could probably talk about that in a minute. But talk about Coach Estes for a minute.
5: Oh, yeah, definitely. I've been getting uh... – I've known Coach now for four years, something like that, and I've gotten closer to him, known him more as a person, and uh, a lot of love for him, a lot of respect, and
0: I'm just happy that he's the one out there, head coach of our team. Uh, Nathan, uh, you know you're the quarterback of the team. You have a close relationship with Coach Justice. Uh, you know he probably gets on you from time to time. Hey, you didn't do this, or you need to do that. You need to be, you know, take more charge in this situation. But talk a little bit about. Maybe your growth working with him over the last few years, and what kind of coach is he on game night? So coach,
4: he's the kind of coach that's helped us on and off the field throughout the year, throughout the past four years, honestly, every season, bringing the team together, bringing us all, making us all a team, more of a unit, the chemistry, the family. He's brought a bond to us. Um, me and coach, I've grown with him since freshman year, and he's really brought me up my game. He's helping me out throughout the season constantly. He's always in my ear, just like my brother. He's always there. He's telling me what to do. He's helping me out. He's keeping me on my edge never let me get flat footed and yeah he he strives and pushes me to do better each and every game
0: you know tim i wanted to ask you a little bit uh, about the rankings and uh, i i don't have the division four rankings in front of me right now but uh if we were playing tomorrow night in division four where would you guys be right now because i know a week from now that could change with you know who beats who and vice versa but where are you guys ranked right now
1: Uh, right now we're ranked number one in division four and I think we'll stay that way. Um, the teams that are right below us, we beat them head-to-head already, so I think we'd still stay in uh, Division One, no matter what happens. You know, the other Probably, thing
0: uh, I, I wanted to ask you is about the, the league. They've, they've changed the leagues up out there yeah. uh, in the East year. County, and you guys got uh, two teams added next year. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, you got uh, Valhalla and El Capitan. And El Cap, yeah. So you guys are going to have a seven-team league. Yeah. Wow. Went from a five- to a seven-man team. How do uh, you feel about that?
1: Uh, I'm not real thrilled about it um, just because
0: um, –
1: I feel bad for a couple reasons. One is the other side of the league only has four teams, and they're going to have, to have tough time finding games.
0: How are they going to find uh, games?
1: I don't know. You know, Helix and Steel and Grossman—they already have a tough time finding those mid-season games and even some preseason games. It's going to be harder now uh, to find weeks five and six. Um, that's going to be tough. And then for us, it just makes it—I think it makes it harder for all of us because you know, um, us in El Cajon are Division four and five, and they're all two or three uh, and stuff. So I think it's a little bit different. Um, in terms of our side of the league now, where before I think it was a little more balanced with the, the five and six sides, where we'd have a team go up or down each year, every two years to kind of balance out the leagues a little bit. Um, so one team doesn't dominate the league all the time.
0: So you'll have three league games next or three uh, non-league games next year. Yeah. And the other guys have got to schedule six.
1: Yeah. I don't know how they can do that. Um, it's going to be very difficult. Very difficult. And right now the schedule's already kind of out, and you know we got to come up with a couple home games right off the start because right now we only have three um, home games. And so i got to find two away games it's right off the start.
0: Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. That's going to be very interesting. I, I don't know how the other side is going to be able to schedule six non-league games tough enough to get three for, uh, like, oh, Helix. Yeah. They have a hard time scheduling games, period. Exactly. Yeah, it's going to be
1: tough. And so, you know, I'm not sure how the powers uh B wanted to vote on that and do that stuff, but, you know, hopefully hopefully they'll think about it and see if it ends up being a good thing or a bad thing. I know that our baseball league did that last year, and I don't think they were real thrilled with it but I'm not sure how this is going to turn out.
0: Uh, Nathan Temple, what are you thinking about college-wise? Uh, some schools talking
4: to you right now? Um, Just smaller schools, smaller JUCOs. I'm hoping for some more throughout the season. Like I said, I haven't played much throughout the past couple of years if I've been injured, and I was really hoping that this year would be the my big break. So I'm doing everything I can each and every game. to strive for, first of all, a championship, hopefully a state championship, but also try and get visibility for myself
0: and for the rest of the team. Brooks Mutah, what are you thinking about college-wise right now? Uh,
5: Right now, I actually haven't done too much thinking ahead. Uh, I don't really have any schools looking at me at all. Um, I haven't really planned on what I'm going to do yet. (laughs) But uh, I I would like to play in college. That would be an aspiration of mine. Uh, And if I'm able to, I'll definitely take advantage of it.
0: Coach Justice, uh, you know, a lot of guys come through, uh, recruiting guys. They, sure. they come through, and, and Santana may not be one of the two or three schools they stop by to begin with, right. you know, usually the cathedrals and the, sure. the Torrey Pines and the Helix and, yeah. uh, and some of those schools. But how do you go about helping your guys? Because, you know, it's not like club sports nowadays rules, you know, trying to get guys recruited. Mm-hmm. Football doesn't have club right. sport, okay? Right. It comes down to the high school football coach, with, which I think is great because – they know the kid more than just as an athlete. They know him as a student, how they conduct themselves around right. campus, around town. How do you deal with your players when they are getting recruited? and What do you do for them? Um, a lot of times, what we do is
1: I send out tons and tons of video on guys. You know, if they make a highlight thing, I'll send them out to them. And as the coaches do come through, they get you know, and they they email me stuff, and I send them out lists of uh, you know who, do, who who do I think and where they are. The majority of time, we get a lot of the Division three guys. Uh, some Division two guys come through. Once in a while, we'll get a couple Division one guys that come uh, strolling through. But for the most part, it's usually three. And, of course, there are high academic guys, um, teams and stuff. And we have a lot of those guys that fit that bill. Uh, we have a number of them, I think, that could play uh, and academically play at, at, at that level as well.
0: Hey, uh, Nathan, let me ask you, what do you like to do in your free time? I mean, you spend a lot of time playing football, but what do you like to do in your free time? you have any hobbies? Yeah. Uh, well- My- <laughs>
4: Favorite hobbies is fishing. I fish a lot, I fish on the weekends when I get a chance. Where but, do you
0: fish at? Uh,
4: all over the place. Uh-huh. Santee Lakes, San Bernardino, Lake Jennings, all the rivers around here Colorado River, San Diego River. I mean, anywhere I can get out and find a fish, I'll go fish. What's the biggest fish you ever caught? Um, I caught an 11, two, 11 pound, two ounce largemouth bass out of Santee
0: Lakes. Oh, that's wow. great stuff. So do you ever go out in the boat, or you, you pretty much uh, just uh, go out to a lake and uh, toss in a line?
4: Hey, when someone offers for a boat, I'll get on, on that whenever I get the chance. You never <laughs> know who
0: may be listening to that. <laughs> yeah. right? You may uh, never know who's listening. Of course, we have a great uh, show on Saturday and Sunday morning. Let's Talk Hookup with Pete Gray. He's been doing it for a long period of time. So tune in between 7 and 9 on Saturday and Sunday morning, and you'll learn a lot, and you'll hear about where all the good fishing trips are because he uh, – takes boats out and has friends take boats out. Brooks Mutaw here in our last minute. Tell me a little bit about what you like to do during your free time.
5: Well, to be honest, I don't actually have a lot of free time because all my free time goes to uh, working at Taco Bell. Really? <laughs> I have a lot of time there.
0: Then, there are you, uh, if yeah. I go through the drive uh, throughout there in Santee, uh, I'll uh, be there. Will, will you be the guy asking me what my order is, or are you the guy bagging it or cooking it? What are you doing?
5: Uh, all three, usually.
0: You're pretty Thanks good at it? Yeah, I'm pretty good at it. Service <laughs> with a smile.
5: Oh yeah, huh? I'll give you a senior
0: discount if you come through. <laughs> hey, give <laughs> wow, you yeah.
1: You should have said senior though. That's no, that's yeah. all right. Hey, <laughs> uh, gentlemen, be a good guy.
0: Hey, thanks for coming in, Tim. <laughs> yeah. Thanks so much, uh, you and your appreciate lovely it. wife Tina, coming in tonight. Yeah, I appreciate it. you guys yeah, yeah. stopping by. Good luck in the playoffs, and good luck next week against Alcohol and Valley. Nathan, thanks again, and Brooks, uh, great Thank job, you guys. All right. Thank you. Thank you. There you go, uh, Tim Estes, the head football coach at Santana. The uh, Sultans right now sitting at eight and one overall, two and one in league play, and uh, as Coach Estes mentioned, right now, uh, number one in the Division Four ranking. So uh, we wish them the best of luck and senior quarterback. Uh, Nathan Temple and senior running back defensive end Brooks Mutah joining us in studio. We'll get to the top of the hour. We'll get you an update. We'll come back and we'll start uh, jumping around the county, breaking down some of the big ball games tomorrow night. Braden Soprano will be joining me. Coach John Quintero, we're going to 11 o'clock right here on 97.3 The Fan.
3: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.